Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gasman and John Richardson as the co-host. Well, hello there, boys and girls and everything in between. I'm Louise. And this is Louise It to Beaver, also starring my co-host. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> uh, hello. Hi. I, can I just thank everybody who listened to the first episode uh, and to anybody who subscribed because people have done it and we really appreciate that. Absolutely. I I feel like there's a certain type of person who enjoys the TV recap podcast genre. Yeah. And the fact that there are people that like the TV recap genre and the 1950s is overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so if anybody wants to follow along with us as we watch these episodes, which we are watching for the first time, if you go to archive.org and search for Leave it to Beaver, you can find full episodes. And I've reached out to archive.org to verify the legality just so that I'm not promoting anything that is not uh, kosher. So um, I, I'm not going to like post any specific links, but I can tell you that if you go to archive.org and search for it, you can find them. Wow. Just that's, saying. That's a little nugget of a treat of 35-minute time slots of joy. Like 26-minute Times Even lots better. of joy. But there's like 250 something of them. So that's Wait, a lot of what? joy. Each season, there's six seasons, and each season is 39 episodes long. What? <laughs> Did you not know that? We're, no. we, we committed to this. I, I'm committed. I just didn't know. <laughs> this is a marriage. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and the just to recap a little bit from the last episode which was the unaired pilot episode that wasn't even called leave it to beaver it was called it's a small world um really gave us some insight into the the lives of the uh, the cleaver clan in their uh you know small midwestern town um but there were some differences uh, which we'll, we'll we'll talk about those a little bit more in a second. Um, but th- today we're going to talk about the official first episode of Leave It to Beaver called Beaver Gets Spelled. Okay. I have a little recap of the episode synopsis and... I often feel like the TV guide version is just some like really fat man in a in a white tank top with his belly hanging out and his chest hair peeping through and he's eating a hamburger that's in a wrapper that might not be from that day slurping on a giant slurp slurp and is like I hate <laughs> my on job slurp, type slurp. type type about what the episode's about and he's just like being misleading on purpose so that's why we have this segment called TV Guide slash Wikipedia slash something else that the internet says. Recap of the show versus John and Louise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, 
let's talk about what season one, episode one is about. Do you want to kick it off? I'll kick it off. This is my version. The beaver misinterprets a note from his teacher. 1950s chaos ensues and nobody feeds the fish. (laughs) Great observation. We'll talk about that last part in a little bit. Um, I, the only thing that I would say is, yeah, um, yeah, Beaver gets a, a note to take home to his mom from the new second grade teacher, thinks that it's bad, or assumes it's bad, 1950s chaos ensues, nobody feeds the fish. <laughs> uh, and I feel like over the course of the next I don't know, 20 years that we're going to be doing this podcast because it's <laughs> there's so many episodes and spinoffs and movies and so on and so forth. Um, we will definitely talk at length about the pets uh, of the Cleaver clan. Um, but that's not really so much a focus of this episode. Um, why don't I read the... Uh, this is the IMDb synopsis. Um, oh yeah. Beaver expects the worst when teacher Miss Canfield sends him home with a sealed note for his parents. That's all it says. Not very much information. That's all it says? That's all it says. There are definitely, like, user-submitted synopses that give away so much information, and the Wikipedia synopsis i feel it's it's longer than the imdb one but it definitely just gives away more information than it needs to okay do you want me to read it no oh okay then i I, i'm gonna go against the improv grain and say no i don't want you to read it i want to just talk about the show all right well then let's break it down beat by biggity beat 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 let's do it um (laughs) Okay. How am I going to start that? Okay. <laughs> Let's start first with the teacher. Miss Canfield. Miss Canfield. She is a smoke show, first of all. For sure. Second, for anybody who saw the unaired <laughs> titled of a different name previous setting up the world of the Cleavers... Miss Canfield is Miss Sims. Sorry that your minds have all just been blown to pieces. Um, Yeah, you know, I feel like Miss Sims in the pilot episode was a standout character. Well, not character. The character was just kind of a character, but the performance. And I have done zero research on the actress, I didn't do any research either, other than she sounds familiar. Let me go back and look at that again. Oh my gosh! And then I uh, googled it to verify. That's the research I did. Her name is Diane Brewster. Uh, What's also what's interesting about um, I don't know how much you go on IMDb when watching TV shows or movies or whatever. I do it all the time. I am on that website slash app all the time. And they give you IMDb Pro. Uh, no, no. Um, but they list the top four. There's like some weird algorithm that shows 
the like four most known for uh, items in a person's resume. And for Leave it to Beaver, with the exception of like Jerry Mathers and um, probably Tony Dow, there's everyone else has like been in a zillion other things and it talks about those. So um, for for Diana Bruce for Diane Brewster, her top four are The Young Philadelphians with Paul Newman, uh, Torpedo Run with Glenn Ford and Ernest Borgnine, uh, The Invisible Boy, and Quantrill's Raiders. But we all know and love her as Miss Canfield slash Miss Sims on a little show we like to call Leave it to Beaver. That's right. Um, yeah, she's um, she's great. And I really like her as Miss Canfield. Yeah. I like her as Miss Canfield. Although, as you pointed out in the conversation, just between us, <laughs> what are they learning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you look at what's like written on the chalkboard? Oh, yeah. So John gave me a little <laughs> assignment for this episode since I am the host and he is the co-host. And it was to take some screen grabs and if you look closely at any of them, it's like grape over like somebody's head. And then the capital of New York is Albany. And then mm-hmm. a bunch of numbers. And that, yeah. what does it all mean? Yeah. Um, along with grape, the words apple and plum are also written. Uh, is it in this episode or the next one? No, it's in this one. Uh, and I don't know if you see this right away, but there's a bunch of math problems. But then you see something that also looks like a math problem. And in, envisioning your head kind of the way that a math problem would look on a blackboard, whether it's like 2 plus 2 equals 4, where it's like 2, and then underneath it is another 2 with the plus sign, and then a line, and then 4 underneath. Yeah. There is one that says, and I, I, I'm only going to read it this way because that this is the way that it is shown on there. But it's a, it's bad minus good equals fair. Did you notice that? No. I'm definitely going to get a screen grab of it. Oh, by the way, if you go to louisatobeaver.com, we have uh, all the episodes on there. And, and inside the episodes, if you click on them, there's going to be... Um, all a bunch of screen grabs and things that we talk about and different notes that we have. Some um, podcast players uh, like Overcast, I know, actually shows those in the episode description, which is kind of neat. So, uh, yeah, it's, make sure to check that out because it's it's really fascinating. Whoa. Bad but bad minus, minus good equals fair. Which is not true it's even worse bad it is minus even worse bad minus good is just pure evil it's just pure evil <laughs> all right so okay where were we we uh we're in miss canfield's classroom um we learn pretty much right away but by the way this is the world's introduction to the beaver yeah yeah uh so you see him in the classroom. Oh, uh, on the on the other episode, you had taken note of the very first thing that we hear the beaver say. Did you happen to do that on this one? I don't think I did. Okay, because this I is will the say 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that when I was taking notes, but I think he says, like, yes, Miss Canfield. Like, I think, or no, she says, like, Beaver, can you come up to the front? Ah, well, I she really says dropped the Theodore. ball on that one. That's right. She says right. Theodore because that is his given name. Um, as She does ask why they call, or if that's his given name, and he said, yes, my yeah. brother gave it to me. He says, given it. <laughs> My brother um, given it to me. Given it to me. Is that what he says? Well, because yeah, because he's got to maintain that he's a character. Yeah, that's his personality He says things quirk. weird. He says things weird. And that's why this episode is called Beaver Gets Spelled, because he is meaning to say expelled, but instead he says spelled. Um, yeah, that kid's weird dude. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, he gets called up to Miss Canfield's desk at the end of the at the end of the class and she has a note to give him to bring home to his mother. He puts it in his shirt and she asks why he doesn't put it in his pockets and he gives the best excuse I've ever heard. Louise, I'm shaking my head right now. He says he can't put it in his pockets cuz they're full of dirt for his turtle. As you do. As you do. And just when you think, oh, that's just a one-off joke, it comes back later. For sure. <laughs> the old one-two. Uh, the old one-two. So, um, yeah, after this part, we meet Wally, no. his brother. No? No, they go out in the hallway, and they're like, what the teacher give you? And because I took a screen grab of this and titled the screen grab, Kids Are Such Creeps. Oh. (laughs) What were they talking about? He goes out in the hallway and they're like, hey, babe, why'd the teacher make you stay after it? And he's like, no big deal. She just gives me a note. And they're all like, you're going to get expelled. You're a terrible kid. And you should be super worried. Basically. That's yeah. right. So then we meet Wally. Then we meet Wally, his brother recast, uh, Tony Dow, who was not an actor. Uh, he was just a kid. Um, you know, he's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid. I thought that the other Wally was fine, but as we learned the last time... Uh, he had a major, major growth spurt and could no longer realistically play a 13-year-old boy. Um, so in comes blonde Tony Dow, um, who, if you... I didn't know he you... wasn't an actor. What's that? I didn't know he wasn't an actor. Yeah, he they was like an athlete. pulled that kid out of a mall? He was like an athlete. I don't know, maybe they did. Uh, or there was like an open casting call and it was just like a, hey... You should do that. And then he got it. I don't know the exact story, but there's like so many interviews on like YouTube from, I don't know, mostly from like the 80s and 90s about Leave it to Beaver. If you do go down that wormhole, uh, you can get majorly lost because there's there's all of these interviews about Leave it to Beaver with... People like Tony Dow, Jerry Mathers, Barbara Billingsley, who plays June, their mom. And um, they there's kind of a Stockholm Syndrome equality 
to a lot of their answers, it almost feels like they're still getting paid to just like say how great the the whole experience was. And uh, some of it feels a little unsettling, but, you know, maybe it was great. I don't know. Maybe it was. I was going to say, wouldn't it have been like the way that Tony Dow got the job is if like Jerry Mathers was such a raging diva that none of the other child actors could <laughs> believably like act like they cared about him at all. So every time they would do a scene, it was like, your brother wants to kill you. Um, <laughs> and Tony Dow was not an actor. So he was like, oh, beave. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the one thing that I've been noticing about the beaver and Wally's relationship is that they get along great they do they have a great brother relationship they share a bedroom um they they're co-conspirators yeah yeah and as i'll point out later they're kind of maybe intellectually the same in Mm. that the beavis in second grade and coming up with all these ideas to entertain himself and how he's going to get the things he wants before it's time for him to get them, yeah. before they learn some responsibility or whatever. And Wally, who in the hallway, when confronted by the teacher about a lie that the beaver told during this yeah. episode that his dad was like, in the hospital, they say that he like doesn't know what they're talking about. And he goes, well, it's the principal, uh, Mrs. Rayburn, says... Uh, Oh, well, he's in the eighth grade, and it's just a phase. And I'm like, wait a second. The beef is in second grade? Yeah. And Wally is in the eighth grade? Because yeah. sometimes he's like, I don't know how to be a kid. We'll, like, we should ask dad. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> um, ah, shucks. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's talk more about the progression of the episode. And we'll get to that moment where... Miss Rayburn confronts Wally in the hall. Um, all right. So, yeah, the Beave thinks that he's going to get expelled. Uh, now, is this the point when he... It's been a while since I watched the episode. Is this the point where he goes home and talks to Wally about it? They go home and from the hallway, because I I titled it this way when I took <laughs> the screen grabs, it goes from the Beaver's face looking directly into the camera in the hallway at school to... Quite possibly the very first ever dissolved transition. <laughs> and then it's the beaver's face looking directly into the camera. Oh, at I the need to watch table. that again. Interesting. They're, oh, they're at the dinner table. Oh. And they're at home. Right. And the dad's like, Do you want dessert? And he's, he's like, like, No. He's like, Got chocolate pudding right in front of his face. Yeah. And yeah. He's, the, he's like, No. And he, the dad says, No, what? And I'm thinking, No, thank you. And he says, or No, no sir. I don't want any. Oh no, sir! I I feel like he was going for a no, sir, because I mean there were definitely times when, well, especially this episode, um, you kind of feel like Ward Cleaver is capable of doing anything, and yes, and he certainly wants things his way. That's right. We'll get to that in a moment. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Hold on to your britches. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he says no. He excuses himself, uh, goes upstairs. Um, Wally excuses himself. Wally joins him. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's when the beaver's like, am I going to get spelled? Yeah. And then he says, he's like, well, what did you do? And he's like, I don't know. Well, he says, can you get exp- can you get spelled for hiding in a locker during a fire drill? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And it's like, what? <laughs> also, dumb dumb. The point of a drill is so you know what to do in the event of an emergency. Yeah, it's, it's so not... that your your lizard brain takes over <laughs> to remember what you did. And if you go to a locker during an actual emergency, then you won't get expelled. You'll just maybe die or worse. Yeah, yeah. You'll be basically inside of like an oven. Uh, that was once a locker and you'll just get roasted. Um, yeah, so he's super nervous. Um, oh yeah, and while they're having this conversation, they are faking baths like bros. Oh, that's right. This is during the bath part. So yes, when Wally is going upstairs at, when he excuses himself from dinner, uh, June, his mom is like, don't forget you two have to take a bath. And he's like, you got it. So they're in the bathroom and they are like they're dampening washcloths. They're, they're running like the tub. by a by a half full tub. Yeah. Splashing their hands around just to make it sound like they're splashing. Yeah. They are going through like go. They're going to like every length possible to make it seem like they are. They have taken a bath. They don't like wet their hair or anything like that but they if anybody was listening or wanted to go in and check and see if a towel was damp they certainly would have believed that a bath had been taken and when um oh what is it that beaver says beaver asks wally uh if if he should just say that he gave the note to his mom and Wally said, no, that would be dishonest. And then he takes some dirt from the turtle pockets, the turtle dirt, sprinkles it in the bathtub and says, it'll "It'll leave a ring. ring. (laughs) Uh And that's dishonest because you didn't take baths. That would be dishonest. And then they just, so I was actually pretty impressed. That was a well set up gag. Uh, it was fun visually. And I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I certainly faked taking a bath. You did? I don't, well, yeah, I don't think that I went to those like lengths. I mean, I certainly lied and said I had taken a bath. Wow, I, I was a fish. I think I was like, can I get in the water? <laughs> yeah not me um can we take a just a quick time out yeah. i want to maybe for this episode go through june's attire oh, as yeah, it's june's happening attire. in the episode yeah so scene uh look one she's wearing a groovy before groovy was groovy uh patterned button-up pencil dress with a belt wedding rings mm-hmm. earrings signature pearls and heels <laughs> yeah uh, she looks great as always. As I always. was in an interview that I watched with her. She's describing the her her look, and she claims that she only wore heels because the kids were growing so much. But she was like, "But in the first season, I didn't really wear heels, and it's like bull." I see them in every shot. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so the next thing I was going to say is mm-hmm. they the turtle dirt is set up. They use the turtle dirt. I never see that turtle. Right. There is a mysterious turtle. Um, there's a different room with a terrarium. Yeah. There's a turtle and a fish somewhere in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, we will never see them. We will never hear about them. So uh, at this point, um, oh, does does Wally make the note yet? What happens now? No, I think they go back to school and Miss Canfield oh, right. says, did you give your mom the note? And he says, no, or she finds it in the lunchroom and yeah. gives it to the beaver and said, hey, I found this. Is this the same letter? And he goes, I don't know, it might be. And it says like Mrs. Cleaver on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and right. that's when the principal first comes out. Yes. So and the beaver has Rayburn. to say, I didn't give it to, like creates this super, again, dishonest. Oh, right. Like I couldn't because there was a There was a fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> in my yeah. kitchen and my dad's in the hospital yeah the stove blew up but wally acted fast and put it out but my dad's was in the hospital but now he's back so yeah so the the principal miss rayburn says oh i have to you know send him a little something well, first she's like oh mr cleaver is in the father's committee Right? I forgot about that part. Yeah, so he's she in the does. he's in the father's committee, which when I've we are both I mean, I'm from the Burbs. I'm from the Midwest. You're from the Midwest. I've never heard of such a thing called a father's committee. And we're talking the nineteen the late nineteen fifties here. There were no father's committees. No. Those no. fathers were working too hard to earn all the money since all their wives were at home cooking and cleaning and raising kids. While wearing so, heels and pearls. Then wearing heels and pearls. Yeah. Like they didn't have time to then after a long day at work. Right. Go to a father's committee. A father's committee. So she says that she's going to send him flowers, which is like, there's that's all sorts of weird. I mean. Agreed. I get that times were a little different, but like, first of all, at times when you would send somebody flowers and the flowers that she sends are like beautiful, a box of like beautiful roses. And if you're a relative of somebody or, you know, you're in a romantic relationship or that's basically it, actually. <laughs> you know, if you guys are related or maybe going to be related, um, that type of flower situation, you know, you can certainly send like somebody that you know flowers in the hospital, but like, you know, not a box of roses like that. Also, you're not even going to send a box of roses to a man. <laughs> yeah. On Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> right. You might do those things for a woman and or someone sick. Especially in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So this- Which um, brings us to the next part. Right. So Ward gets home from work and June is like, ah, thank you so much. June swoons. The whole June swoon. And he's like, what you talking about, girl? 
And she's like, the flowers. And he's like, well, you're welcome, but I didn't send you those. Um, And then he's like, it sounds like you have a secret admirer. And then she sees a note to him that says, and then she goes, I think you have a secret admirer. And he's like, huh, from Miss Rayburn, the principal at the school, which, of course, he knows because he's on the father's committee. But she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't and know. also, and this is just me because I'm kind of a psychotic person, but like who receives flowers for someone else and doesn't like really, really grab around for a card in a box or like take them right. out and then put them in a vase? Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to leave these in this dry box for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which brings me to look uh-huh. two of June's attire. Oh, yeah. And quite possibly... My favorite look of the episode. She is wearing a collared, belted, very small checked dress with heels, giant earrings, three pieces of arm candy, and pearls. (laughs) And in my head, the dress is mint green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another uh, fun thing to do is imagine exactly what colors things are because what would we know? Um, Side note about a different old show. Have you ever watched The Munsters? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay, have you ever seen what the set looked like, but in color? No. It's a lot of hot pinks. What? Yeah. That's crazy. But I guess like red is a super saturated color, and mm-hmm. when you do like bunches of different kinds of pinks and reds, mm-hmm. it saturates differently, so it looks the best in black and white. Crazy. I'm going to oh, have to find wild. that picture. Maybe we'll put that screen grab up just for reference. But Yeah, that'd be cool. It is fun to imagine what colors things are. Right? I also, in my mind, believe that their refrigerator, June's refrigerator, mm-hmm. that's got to be a groovy color. That's got to be like a an orange or a mint green. Or like a muted yellow. Mm. I could see that. Um, so, yes. They get the flowers. They're like, I don't know what this is all about. Uh, I think that she said, like, I'm glad you're back on your feet, which is kind of weird. I hope to see you back on your feet. Was that what it was? Something like, something something like, like that. that. Um, yeah, so. And June is super chill. And she's like, who, what kind of a woman have you seen off your feet? Which implies. Right. Ho, 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 ho. And June's just like, whatever. And that would be the point where I'd probably pick up the kitchen knife and be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Not like, in a like aggressive way, this? just in a threatening way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to just breeze past what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it's just for show. Got it. Um. All right, so let's see. Yeah, they go and do that. Oh, oh, something else to mention um, before that scene when Miss Rayburn and Miss Canfield are still in the hallway. Uh, Miss Rayburn is going to drive Miss Canfield home. It's like you're a new teacher at the school and like the principal's driving you home. That's pretty sweet. Oh. I think that Miss Rayburn might have some boundary issues. I think she does. I think she does. She needs to learn a thing or two that she needs to learn that bad minus good does not always equal fair. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So then we've got uh, Wally at the typewriter with Beaver uh, next to him. And Wally is crafting the perfect response. 
oh, that's what it was, uh, the dishonest thing was about. Beaver was like, should we just open up the note? And he's like, no, that would be dishonest. That's what that's about. So they still don't yeah. even know, like, what's written on this note. So um, Wally is writing a response, f- uh, you know, allegedly from uh, June. A universal response. Yeah, that works in any situation. And, oh, my God, I should have written it down. Like, the note itself is completely insane. Yeah, the note is... Oh, I wish I would have, too. But it's like, uh, we have spoken to the beaver. He is sorry. We are sorry. We have whipped him. His father has whipped him. Yeah, I have whipped him. Um, it Like, it won't happen again or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the only notes that Beaver has are that she doesn't call him Be- Beaver. She calls him Theodore. Yeah. Um, oh, but I took a screen grab of that. Uh, Wally is maybe a dum-dum. Uh, I'm trying to see what I what I titled this one. Yeah, because um, when he makes the corrections, he just goes oh. back and like puts little... Hashtags over them. Yeah. Hashtags. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) The thing that I put on the screen grab, because, and I will look at it now, but it said, I put the title, No Wonder Wally Had to Go to Summer School. (laughs) Because I think earlier in the bathroom scene, he was like, have you ever been expelled? And he was like, no, but I got punished once. And he goes, really? What happened to you? And he's like, I had to go to summer school. Yeah. Um, Uh, The note says, Dear Miss Canfield comma, and Miss and Canfield, lowercase. Hmm. Then it says, I have received with no I. It's just (laughs) R-E-C-E-E-V-E-D. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like, I have received your letter dated two days ago. And then period. The next sentence starts with the, not capitalized. Uh And I'm like, you're in eighth grade. In eighth grade, I kissed people. I was like... (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> Read but Romeo yeah, um, and Juliet out loud to my class. I don't know. So yeah, they uh, they with probably reason indicated that there was some whipping going on. Uh, there's a um, uh, oh, there's Beaver says something about Miss Canfield hitting him, and he said. Only the coach can hit you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had forgotten about that part. Yeah. So then we've got uh, Miss Canfield and Miss Rayburn again reading the note. You look confused. I'm not confused. I had okay. sent Chris a message that said, we're starting to podcast. Oh. And he just came in. Okay. So uh, we've got uh, Miss Canfield and Miss Rayburn reading the note about being whipped and everything and they're just like huh that seems like an ex- like uh, an overreaction all the note said is that i wanted theodore to play smoky the bear in the school play and i was asking for permission so that seems a little extreme they did not even say like oh no things at the cleaver house are terrible we have to do something about it we have to save these kids no. Instead, they're just like, hmm, let's call the mom in. <laughs> so we can clear this up. But also, I mean, and this is not to be the devil's advocate, but 
do you need to send a note home? What is so risque about making a child participate as a bear in a pageant? Does that require permission or can you just assign them that part? Well, I want you to picture Smokey the Bear. What's he wearing? I'm just going to leave it at that. A Pharrell hat. And? That's it. Exactly. Oh! <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then obviously Miss Canfield's going to get approval. Right. No, there's there's no reason to really do that. I was it's, like, a park ranger's badge? Yeah, there's there's no reason to send a note home um, or to even like just not tell the beaver what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Ugh. know. So um, chaos ensues. Chaos ensues. So then the next morning we see the kids running off to school. That's when we hear Wally as he's leaving say, tell dad to bring home fish food. Yes, and we've stumbled upon June's third look of the show. She's got pearls, (laughs) earrings, a silk scarf tied in a giant bow, slide heels. And for anybody listening who doesn't know what that is, that's the kind of heel that doesn't have a little strap around the back. So it's like a (laughs) flip-flop, but a heel. Got it. And then a long double-breasted jacket that, by the way it's textured and moves in the episode, looks like it's wool. Mm -hmm. Isn't it September? I mean, spoiler alert, later in the episode, (laughs) the beeve is in a tree, and she's got this, like, wool coat on. What was she thinking? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's that's part of this podcast, is... June's looks um (laughs) so yeah we've got uh Wally running out tell dad to bring home fish food then the beaver leaves and he's like I'll clean my room later and then he kind of does like a double take he comes back in and he's notices that June is like dressed to leave the house and he's like you going somewhere because what can a woman possibly be doing outside of the house she's not allowed to leave right so she's like oh, I'm actually going to the school. I'm meeting with your teacher. Uh, Which, first of all, you think that would have come up. Or also, you think that, like, she'd be like, why don't I drive you kids to school instead of you just, like, rushing out like crazy? Right. And part of me was like, how can you meet the teacher during school hours? But I think she goes to see the principal. Yeah, maybe she's going to see the principal. Um, Right, so... She's meeting with the principal and finds out that it's just to play Smokey the Bear. And then... Oh, wait, we have to go back. What, 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 what? I totally... Okay, I have a whole other column of notes called miscellaneous and I glossed oh. over them. Go, Can go, 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 back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they are faking the baths, there is this Foley artist pop when they pull the tub oh. plug out. It is the most satisfying tub <laughs> plug pop that I have ever heard. It's like, it's like perfect. Okay, I had to go there. Um, the next note that I wrote myself, the notes specifically is, 
Wally's in the eighth grade? Right. He had to go to summer school? No joke. He should go again. He's a terrible writer. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the third one that we missed was when the principal says to Miss Canfield, I'm going to call his parents and set up a meeting. She pulls a little black book out. Oh, right. To yeah, look yeah. for the number. Yeah. Super weird. Super weird. I'm like, you just carry around a little black book. Wouldn't that be on like a Rolodex on your desk? Well, I mean, as we know, Ward is on the father's committee. Maybe that's just a list of all the people in the father's committee. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking, why did she need to like pull out her book to be like, see, Miss Canfield, (laughs) new teacher. I do have his number. Like she didn't (laughs) gesture to him, but she in the scene pulls it out of a pocket. And I was like, you're the principal. Just say that you'll do it and put it on your list of things to do. Anyway, I thought that was so weird. And and this is like sexist, but dudes have little black books. Right. Well, Miss Rayburn, you know, she wants to see people off and on their feet. That's you know right. What I mean. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, now that we're caught up. Now that we're caught up. Yeah. So they... Um, Oh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So when Miss Rayburn is talking to... Was it Miss Rayburn or Miss Canfield that's talking to June? Miss Rayburn. Miss Rayburn. And she's like, explains what the whole thing is about. And she's like, well, and then we hope to see him to back tomorrow. And June's like, oh, uh, say what now? What was that? Come again? Cut in class. Cut in class. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's not here. And June's like, oh, no, this ain't good. So now she and Ward go on a little mission to try and find the beaver. Yes. Clarity is ensuing. Because as far as the beaver knows, yeah, as far as the beaver knows, he's going to get expelled. And his mom went in to see the principal and everything. So he's completely screwed. So what does he do? He goes to the bus depot to try to get a one way ticket out of town and i didn't write down what all of the destinations were but based on the prices for things i'm assuming they're in the midwest because the cheapest ticket is 1250 and that's to chicago um so and based on the other episode where uh the the unaired episode when mm-hmm. The Franklin Milk Company <laughs> regional manager tries to bribe them to take a bicycle that they won with $25. The equivalent of what $12.50 would have been is like 100 bucks. Yeah. That's a $100 train ticket. Yeah. Um, by the way, we, uh, we did find out what the calculation was for the $25 um, from the last episode and that is also on louisatobeaver.com in the first episode's description there's a I left a comment in there to indicate what that is so uh, yeah that uh, that was like $250 or something like that just something crazy Um, yeah so yeah he goes to the bus depot and that is that doesn't work out I forget why because it's he doesn't crazy have enough expensive. Money. Yeah, that seems yeah. about right. <laughs> um, yeah, so he goes to the travel agency. Um, oh, and then 
June and Ward find... He goes to, like, the mechanic. He goes to well, the firehouse. Yeah. Well, first, we, we find out about a lot of these things because of June and Ward's journey, where first they find his and, lunchbox. And, Wally. and Wally's with them, too. They In find his sewer. lunchbox. In a sewer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wally is sent off into the sewer to try to find him. <laughs> And they get the lunch pail back, knowing that it's his, open it, and then June is distraught and says, he didn't even eat his tomato again. Who packs a full tomato? He's going to eat it just like an apple? I no know. No wonder he's not eating it. Yeah, I know. Again. And someone's going to be like, hey, June, you know that that's a really weird thing to do, right? To give a kid a, a second grader a full tomato? Yeah, not even like cherry tomatoes, like ones you can like, pop in your mouth like grapes. It was like... It was the size of like a giant, like an heirloom tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they go to the fire department, which is where they meet Gus, who Beaver is really close friends with, this old guy at the um, at the fire department. and Who is dishonest and says, like, don't worry, I'll lie for you. Well, well, this is where, um, this is when June and Ward and Wally go there. Oh, the he's first like, time, the first time. Yeah, yeah, he's like, um, haven't seen him. Uh, last time I saw him was the other day. He brought me a jar of fireflies. And I'm like, first of all, adorable. Beaver's buddies with this old guy named Gus. And he works at the fire department. So, of course, he's going to bring him fireflies. That's adorable. adorable. So then uh, they go to the junk shop. And that's where they encounter Fats, another friend of Beaver's. This, like, disgusting dude <laughs> who, like, works at the junk shop. And he's, like, came in a couple days ago to borrow a can of grease. What is the Beaver doing? <laughs> it, who can ever tell he's got to maintain it's from it's the probably the best line in the unaired episode that's yeah. just gonna keep coming back to haunt us episode after episode that right. he has to maintain that he's a character yeah beaver has to maintain his reputation as a character is june's line mm-hmm. um and it's totally true uh and this is a perfect introduction to the world of beaver cleaver uh However, this episode was not even supposed to be the first episode. This was supposed to come maybe second or third. But this one aired second, aired first because the one that was intended to be first, which was the next one, uh, was like going through some stuff with like standards and practices or something. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. Cool. Uh, yeah. So um, then... June, Ward, and Wally find some like kids playing catch, and Ward. Wait, asks wait, wait! Him, they had like uh, Wally's like, okay, cool, thanks, Fats, and yeah. then Ward has a hard time saying thanks, yeah, uh, fats. fats. Like he doesn't do that yeah. gravel, but he has a stutter that I thought was kind of cute too. <laughs> uh, right, but then then we go back to the fire station, and Beaver goes there. And he's like, did they come looking for me? And he's like, yep, they just left or whatever. And uh, rather than being like, cool, I'll hang out here then because <laughs> they're yeah. not going to come back here. He's like, all right, well, I better get going. 
<laughs> don't tell I was here. And Gus yeah. is like, I won't. I'll deceive for you. He is like, I'll lie to them for you again. Just bring me more of those sweet fireflies. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's... So he's, he- they ask some kids playing catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kids are playing catch, and Ward asks them if they've seen a little boy, and it's like, yeah, I'm playing catch with one. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just like, they kind of play dumb, but it's like, what? You're well. In- also, don't they say like, what does he look like? And then well, they yeah, do this a description. other kid. This other kid comes by and asks what he looks like. It's just like everybody's all of a sudden very interested in what this little boy looks like. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's like, is he wearing a cap? And they're just like, oh, maybe, probably. And they're just like, is that him up there? And points up into the tree and the beaver's in a tree. Um, as you do. As you do. Uh, Which is coming up, I think, on my favorite line of this episode. Is it the the one where the, the strangers come up and ask what's going like, on in the what's tree? What's going on here? Yeah. So a bunch of he the beef draws a crowd and the his family's trying to trying to get him to come out and the beef's like, I don't wanna come down, you'll hit me. And Oh yeah. <laughs> this is where you imagine Ward can do anything. Yeah. And yeah, because he's, he's, he's just like, like you bet I will. <laughs> you know, he's just like yeah. threatening to beat him um and june's like don't scare him he'll he'll fall or something and right and so one of those bystanders is like hey hey what's going on here or something and they're like <laughs> yeah. the beaver's in a tree and the stranger says oh i thought it was a cat and then, and then walks he leaves away. <laughs> that's what i love it so there's it's like this old couple is like disappointed that there's not a cat in the tree and instead it's something way more interesting <laughs> oh and he's God. like oh man i was really hoping that there'd be a cat in that I tree i thought it was a cat <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah they're I, uh, trying to get the beaver that. to come down and then he's like i'm gonna stay up here forever and then a uh, june wily old june well yeah well first ward is gonna be like you better get down here right now. And then June's like, yo, Ward, I got this. Yeah. I'm going to do some grade A parenting right here. Yeah. And so uh, she goes, okay, like reverse psychology. We're going to go home now. And he's like, <laughs> you're going to leave me all alone? And he, she's like, I guess. And he goes, but what if it rains? I'll get all wet. And she's like, yeah, you'll get wet. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like well, maybe I'll come home and get my raincoat and then come back in the tree. Yeah, and she's like, fair enough. Um, There's also a point when he's in the tree where he says, like, uh, uh, I'm going to stay up here till I die. Till I die. Yeah, and then, like, oh, June asks Ward, she's like, do you really think he meant that? He really meant that when he said he'll stay up there till he died? And then Ward makes some comment about how, like, when I was a boy, if I said I was going to do something, I did it. And he's like, that's what being a little boy is all about. And it's like, really? No, it isn't. I'm- also, which brings us to June's look number four. She's oh, wearing yeah. pearls. She's got the same sk- silk scarf from the previous look. Only it's not a silk scarf tied in a bow. I was wrong. It's actually a top and not a scarf at all. So it's like the actual dress that she came home and took off her wool jacket. Um, 
And you can see when it's close up that it's checked, mm. patterned, and she has paired it with a dark skirt and an apron for washing dishes. That's right. Uh, so I don't have any notes until, well, that's where I have the bad minus good equals fair on the chalkboard. Um, yeah, I don't have anything until the next morning. Was there anything in between? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, so the next morning... I don't morning, have any other notes either. I have life lessons, but... Yeah, yeah, so then it's so then it's the next morning. Uh, Wally runs down the stairs and out of the house and yells, Goodbye, Mom, I love you. Tell Dad to bring home fish food. No one has fed the fish. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's hanging out with the turtle. And then... The beaver does basically the same thing. I'll go clean my room later. And then June is like. Only Wally has shut the door and the beaver slams into the door. <laughs> does he really? Yeah, I thinking that, that it's open. <laughs> and June is like, hey, hold on a second. What's that in your pocket? And he's like, oh, it's my shrunken head. <laughs> and he pulls out this like weird like shrunken head. That's right. And she's like, why are you bringing your shrunken head to school? And he's like, I think Miss Canfield might like it. And June's like, you know what? I think you're right. I think she will like it. Do you want to know? I screen grabbed this moment in the show and then titled the screen grab. We all think Miss Canfield might like a shrunken head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So then. Oh, wait, no, there is a scene at school i can't remember if it's before it's or after, after okay because they're so on their way to school also in this scene it's look number five in the final look of this episode she's got mm-hmm. pearls arm candy earrings a button-up collar dress that's belted and ribboned on the skirt and i imagine this one to be a nice butter yellow <laughs> which is weird that you had said that about the refrigerator because i yeah. earlier in the episode because i was like oh that's what i thought that skirt would be interesting it's the in color of 1957. Um, That's right. So, uh, yes, yeah, so then he goes to school and is talking to Miss Canfield. And she's like, so you heard what it's all about? And he's like, yeah, you wanted me to play Smokey the Bear. And she's like, why did you think that you were in trouble? And he's like, That's what notes mean. And she's like, Well, let, well how about this? I. Uh, like she kind of makes some deal with him and he's like, all right, only if you call me the beaver. And she's like, it's a deal. I don't yep. know. It, yeah. Pretty anticlimactic. Um, let's see. Oh, I, uh, so on the other episode, there was a different director. This, this one's directed by uh, Norman Tokar, which, and he directs most of the episodes in the first season. Uh, he directed The Apple Dumpling Gang, Cat from Outer Space, The Ugly Dachshund, just to name a few. <gasps> I love The Ugly Dachshund. I'm not even joking right now. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. Although I will say, full disclosure, I watched movies like The Sound of Music and Pollyanna and The Parent Trap and The Ugly right. Dachshund and Gone with the Wind, as weird as that is. <laughs> it's not weird. That I was a child and was like, yeah, I think I'll sit down for this five-hour movie. (laughs) (laughs) That has Um, one kid in it that dies. Right, yeah. See, it's a kid's movie. There's a kid in it. Oh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So, Louise, what did you learn? Life lessons from episode one, The Beaver Gets Spelled. Don't listen to your peers. I feel like if those creep kids in the hallway hadn't have been like, you're going to get in so much trouble. The beef just would have been went home to June and been like, hey, mom, I have this note. I'm going to go put more dirt in my pockets for the turtle that I hide. <laughs> and then um, I also learned how to fake a bath because that just would right. have never occurred to me. I learned that Ward says I love you with seat covers. And I oh, learned. Right. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk the, about that. No, that the fish never get fed. Right. Yeah. Uh, when the when June gets the flowers and Ward's like, I say I express my feelings with seat covers or something. Well, like he's that. like, she's like, how come you never send me flowers? And he's like, I'm the kind of guy that says it with seat cushions or yeah. something like that. <laughs> oh, seat Ward. covers. Um, first. What impression- did you learn? Oh, I what did I learn? I I definitely learned how to fake a bath. Um, I learned the importance of maintaining your your friendships with the most unlikely of people, like Fats and Gus, yeah. because those are the guys that will lie to your parents for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you briefly what you thought about the difference between old ward and new ward. Okay. I thought old ward was great. After seeing new ward, there's no other ward. Really? Yeah. I thought old ward was a little bit stuffier and a little bit more of the disciplinarian of the family. And I kind of like, and you know how I said like it was kind of like the old Wally and the old uh, Ward were kind of like, just the music of the sitcom was falling a little flat, and they Mm -hmm. would just sort of say something, and then the Beave and June would be like, ba-dum-ching, sitcom style, just with any old line. And I feel like the music of a sitcom has to be like bouncy and sort of jovial. And even when this ward was angry, I didn't think that he would actually do anything bad. He's he he jokes around and he's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm the kind of guy that says it was seat cushions. Like there's like a little bit of a, a tongue in cheek with this ward that I really like. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question and for anybody uh, listening who hasn't listened to the last episode about the pilot um, there's a scene in which um, the cleavers have a visitor who is you know wearing a suit and he's a business guy and June is all dressed up wearing her fabulous whatevers and Ward is wearing his bathrobe and sounds very upset about how early this person came to the house. At even the crack of 11. At the crack of 11. Uh, and that seemed ridiculous. Do you, can you picture this ward being that In pissed off? In a robe? Well, just like being that pissed off about somebody. No. no yeah. You know, because... I go back and there were certain things that I did like about the old ward. I think he had a better look to him. Um, okay. But I guess, yeah, but I couldn't imagine this ward being pissed off that somebody was had come to the house at like 11 a.m. 
while he was like still in his bathrobe or whatever. And and to just dovetail on that, in this episode where he comes in and, uh, you know, June throws her arms around him and she's like, I'm overwhelmed about the flowers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like old Ward would have been like, you know, you're often overwhelmed, honey. Like, please <laughs> stop hugging me now. And business, business, business. And, right. And if... Uh, he wouldn't maybe I don't know he just wouldn't have been as like in my head he was like a like a horn on a boat that's like sort of sad whereas the beeve and june are like high hats and and snare drums and like and like I don't know. I don't know. Is that a weird way to think of it? No, totally. Um, uh, look, I thought that uh, New Wally is great. Um, the other one is was just a kid. This is a, you know, this is a true personality. I don't know if it's also just like what the kids were doing in the episodes that made the difference. Whereas like, you know, the whole faking the bath scene, I think like really told you everything you need to know about Wally and his relationship with the beaver Wally writing the note for the beaver as awful as that note was just shows you about their relationship I mean in the pilot episode you got you got a glimpse of that by uh Wally saying I'll you know I'll let you ride on the bike with me you know Mm -hmm. all the time and they would ride on the bike together and it'd be really cute but um yeah, I don't know. This this Wally, I feel like I just kind of got to know him a little bit better. Yeah. In that I one episode. Gonna, I also, yeah. I also was going to say, you know, I know it's only been one episode and you told me that he wasn't an actor, mm-hmm. but I was going to say when he's confronted by the teachers in the hallway and he oh, just yeah. sort of sloughs it off or whatever, and it's so natural that he's like, uh-huh, okay. I don't know that a lot of kid actors now would get that kind of acting style. Right. I mean, I feel like maybe the weird ones, like um, uh, Arrested Development, weird mm. one, and Social Network, weird one. Yeah. Who are those actors? Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> they might get it. But anybody on any Disney Channel show no. would walk down the... It would just not be... It would not work. Right, yeah. So that interaction was... And I loved it. I'm sorry, what was that? I loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, Like that moment I loved. That was a really nice moment. Yeah, when uh, Miss Canfield or Miss Rayburn was like, hey, great thinking on putting out like, you know, way to put out that fire fire or whatever. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If that was me, I'd be like, "Um, I think you might have me confused with somebody else. Right. You know, uh, but I think that I don't know, maybe it's that just comes with the territory of being brothers with the beaver where you just know, yeah. like I don't know, probably some stupid stuff my brother did. But you know what? He brought me a jar of fireflies last week, so I'll be part of this. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be part of this lie. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. There there was a lot of things about this episode that I really liked and um, a lot that I didn't like. 
And oh. that, well, that is mostly just the like hints at child abuse. Oh. Not yeah. just the, imag- like the acceptance of the school faculty that the kids have been whipped. Uh, you know, that one of their kids has been whipped, but also just like Ward super threatening to hit Beaver. In the open. In the like, open. Not even June kind of like shushed house. him and like pointed out there are like other people around, but like, you know that that goes down. And that, that was troubling to me. I have a, an intimate question for our second episode. Mm. Were you hit? Me? Yeah. No. I got smacked all the time. I was so naughty. And this might be like a little too much because our listeners are new to me. But any listeners (laughs) that have migrated over from the other podcast that we have and know me a little bit better or know me in real life. My mom used to call me Ted Bundy (gasps) growing up. Like that was a nickname that my mom would call me. And the story that I always used to illustrate why she would call me Ted Bundy because I never understood it. I didn't get it until I was in college and realized who Ted Bundy was. She even gave me like a plastic uh, like military dog tags that said Ted Bundy on it. And because she would say things to me like, do you know what you did was wrong? And I would be like, yes. And she would be like, Mm. are you ever going to do it again? And I would go, Yes! (laughs) So so I got hit quite a bit. Um, And I just, and you know, it's neither here nor there. Times are different. Spankings, arm grabbings, Mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, you know, not clocked in the face or anything like that. To my recollection. Right. It's like, (laughs) I probably got, you know, um, mussed around a little bit, but like nothing alarming. No, yeah. In this episode, I think that what Ward maybe is saying is you're going to get a spanking and you're too old to get a spanking. Yeah, I don't know. And he is too old to get a spanking, but uh, I got I got kind of hit around and I didn't think as much of it because of that. You know, and maybe we'll see in other episodes if there are other clues to the abuse that the Beaver and Wally may, may or may not have gotten. Um, but This is unveiling like the darkness, the Jerry Mathers diva and the... The new yeah, word right. abuse. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, the black beaver. So, uh, the dark beaver. In teeing Behind up our, our next episode. Uh, oh. Well, yeah. So um, in, in the first season, uh, the beginning of each episode has a little like little like soliloquy. I believe it's um, Hugh Beaumont, who plays Ward, uh, reading it and... and um, kind of teeing up what happens in the episode. So uh, the one for the for episode two goes a little something like this. Children and adults look through different eyes. When you're young, a policeman stands 10 feet tall. And if, you're, and if you see it in print, it's supposed to be true. And the first time you fall in love, it's not always with a girl. And that's tonight's story. Uh, I'm sorry, and that's the story tonight on Leave It to Beaver. Or should I say, and that's next week's story, or next episode's story on Louise It to Beaver. Um, Yeah. So that's just something to wet your whistles, everybody. Teeing it up. Yeah. um, 
but yeah, we'll, I'm, I'm excited for the next one. I actually, and the episode is called, the episode is called Captain Jack. Okay. Yeah. So go to archive.org and, um, and search for leave it to beaver and find yourself uh, Captain Jack and you can watch it too. Uh, go ahead and watch, um, beaver gets spelled and, uh, maybe there are certain things on the blackboard that you'll notice that we didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and head over to louisatobeaver.com. Check out the episode description. Leave us some comments. Rate and review us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Listen to our other podcast. I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. But do it. Do that. <laughs> but the podcast is called I Have a Great Idea, But I'll Never Do It. It's the podcast about all the great ideas that we have that we're never going to do. Um, yeah. That's what yeah. I got. I love it. It was really, really cool to dissect this episode with you. Can't wait till the next one. Bye, everybody. It's been swell.